0: really it's something I'm passionate about and it's my passion, it's a hobby, but to transition that into a business is a whole different ballgame as far as that transition is to know your market whether it's skincare or whether it's artwork. There's probably somebody else who's already done it and the great thing is if they have then you, you can utilize that, you can utilize their experiences and if you're able to contact them directly to discuss it even better this is a great <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> alright, on the top <laughs> this is a great question on work
1: we ask great questions on the future of work
0: we interview artists, entrepreneurs and masters in their field
1: this show operates on two levels first is a tool of empowerment we give you actionable ideas on how to gain and create new employment and improve how you currently work
0: We also spotlight the success of local artists and business owners by asking them great questions.
1: What a great question. Such a great question. Yeah, that's
0: a great question. That's a
1: great question. Oh, what a great question. Hey, this is Katie. In this episode, Leanne Trandone talks about why and how she started her own skincare line. The Light of Lotus skincare collection was formed after Leanne found that she had trouble finding natural skincare products that were effective for her and the people she cared for. In this episode, she talks about the importance of demand for your product, researching your product how important it is to be passionate about what you're doing, and knowing your market. You can find out more about Leanne by emailing her at lightoflotus777 at gmail.com. It's a great interview. Here she is, Leanne Trandone.
0: My name is Leanne, uh Trandone, and what I do is I make... Small batch, handcrafted, all organic skincare, no chemicals. I source locally when possible, so that includes uh, beeswax, honey, herbs, flowers. I started making skincare because I have really bad eczema, and I love Bath and Body Works and all these companies. That I kept buying products from, but then I'm like, you know, what are these ingredients I cannot pronounce? Let me look at my favorite things. And everything that I can pronounce, that I understand and know, let me utilize those ingredients and make my own. So I started doing a lot of research, and I am huge on essential oils and just all natural things, things that come from the earth, things that have been here a lot longer than pharmaceuticals. I started making myself some lotions and salves. I started in uh, geriatrics with a background in Alzheimer's. And through that process, as everybody that I encountered, um, I really got to see how... Little we tend to care for ourselves and take the time to do so, and how willing we are to spend money on things that harm us more because of the advertising that goes with it. We are willing to pay an exorbitant amount of money for skincare or personal hygiene products, things that we put into our body that gets absorbed into our bodies, but the end result is, is actually doing more damage but we're not really thinking about that because it's not marketed that way. Working with all of these people, and then I worked with a lot of uh, individuals with developmental disabilities. I got to see um, how we care for them and what products we use on them and how it hurts them and uh, nobody really cared. (laughs) And I really wanted to have a, a different kind of impact. So I would make things for the people I work with. I pull things and I put it together and then it's this magical potion. And then after that, it just became more and more and more people interested and they're like, oh, you know, you should really do something with this. So it was all word of mouth, just by referrals, people talking about it and sharing it with their friends or family or coworkers or strangers. And then it became more where I got more people interested and, and then people started liking particular things. I have been making uh, the skincare for probably the last 10 years or so, but didn't really turn it from a hobby into a business until about four years ago. That's when I started the process of it. And then only in the last couple of years have I been really serious about it as a business. Because really, because really it's something I'm passionate about and it's my passion, as a hobby. But to transition that into a business is a whole different ballgame as far as that transition is to know your market, whether it's skincare or whether it's artwork. There's probably somebody else who's already done it. And the great thing is, if they have, then you you can utilize that. and You can utilize their experiences. Uh, and if you're able to contact them directly to discuss it, even better. Finding a mentor is really important. If you're able to find a mentor and someone who's willing to guide you through that process and support you, that's also very important. In, Uh, transitioning from hobby to business. If it's something that is already being done then look at others who have done it before you and research their history. How did they start? Um, What did they have to do to get to where they are? How long did it take them to get that? You know, what was the progression like? Having an open mind is really important. I see that in this as being important to skill and talent, is being open-minded because things change so quickly and the people we come across, everybody has a story, and to be open and mindful of that. Time management is important as I'm finding because I think for a lot of creative artists out there, we don't wear watches. (laughs) We don't go by a clock. So um, to transition from that into a business where you have to have meetings and we're gonna hold different professional schedule, that's an important talent and skill that's required. (laughs) So I'll say that and um, love what you're doing. Love it, be authentic in whatever it is that you're doing for your own self, because anyone else who encounters it, they will feel it and they will know. It's modern day alchemy because it's taking these natural elements of the earth and bringing them together and, you know, taking the best of everything and benefiting from it all. And then being able to pass it on and share that with people, that's a lot of what drives me. And it allows me to be creative in a whole different kind of a way. People can find my products uh, at my studio in St. Paul. It's on University Avenue in the Sunrise Plaza. I'm on the second floor. The space is called the Lab Consortium. So that is primarily where I manufacture and distribute the skincare. I can be contacted at lightoflotus777 at gmail.com. that's light, L-I-G-H-T period, O-F period, Lotus, L-O-T-U-S as in Sam. 777 at gmail.com.
1: You're listening to The Great Question on Work on Frogtown Radio, WFNU 94.1 FM. Empowering communities one great question at a time.
0: To hear more of The Great Question on Work, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Visit us at greatquestionshow.com. There you can ask us great questions on work and connect with us on Facebook and Twitter.
1: And you can ask your great question on the Great Question line.
0: What number is that, Katie?
1: That's a great question. You can find it on our website, greatquestionshow.com.